Welcome to Saving Grace Church, located in Indiana, Pennsylvania. Our mission at Saving Grace Church is to love God, love others, and reach the world for Christ. We hope that this message brings you closer to God and helps strengthen your walk with Christ. Today is a special Sunday, as you know. Today is Kids Sunday. I heard somebody say, not too long ago, hey, you do stuff for the teenagers, you do teens and stuff, but we never have anything for kids. And look, it's Kids Sunday with balloons and everything. <laughs> never know what's going to happen on Kids Sunday. <laughs> I love getting to talk to kids because believe it or not, I was a kid once. No, you don't believe that. Okay. <laughs> In fact, I tell people I'm old, but I'm immature. Well, today, kids, today and everyone, I'm going to talk about Jesus. And I want to talk about two things about Him. Two words, and maybe you haven't heard these words. Maybe you have, but I'm going to talk about Jesus being our Savior I'm going to try to explain what that means. And Jesus being our substitute. And I know that's kind of a big word for you guys, but substitute, I'll try to tell you what that means. Jesus is our Savior and our substitute. And I'll try to explain that in a couple minutes. But I want to tell you a story first. When my kids were little, there's one of my kids right there. David, he's all grown up now. But when my kids were little, I had a bug collection, an insect collection. Why? I don't know. I just liked bugs. And so I would catch butterflies and beetles and all kind of bugs and I'd put them in a special jar with some stuff in it. And then when they died, I would stick a, a pin through them and mount them on a little piece of cardboard so you could look at these beautiful butterflies. I had, I had a beetle with pinchers that were about this long called a Dobson fly. And it was really, I had some really creepy insects. But one day, I was going out with my son, Stephen, who was about six at the time. And we, I made a butterfly net out of a pillowcase with a stick attached to a pillowcase that I sewed onto a hanger. And I had a butterfly net. He had a butterfly net. And we went out to this place called a reservoir. It was a kind of a pond with water. And there was a big, flat section of black dirt around it. And I told Stephen, don't get too close to the water, but you can walk on the black dirt and catch bugs there and stuff like that. And so I wandered off, and I was trying to catch something somewhere else. And uh, I didn't realize that that black dirt that looked really solid was actually mud around the reservoir. I didn't realize that. And so I'm, I'm far away. I'm trying to catch something, probably a luna moth or something like that. And uh, all of a sudden I hear, Dad, help! Help! Dad, help! And I went running, and there was Stephen in the mud up to here. He was stuck in the black. The black dirt was actually mud, and he had walked out about 10 or 15 feet and was, had sunk down in the mud, and he couldn't get out. He was stuck. He was not able to get out. If I hadn't been there, 
He would have been in real trouble. And so I had to go out, and I could barely move. I was afraid I was going to get stuck. And I got in there, and I managed to pull him out with all my strength, and somehow we got out of there. But he would not have been able to get out by himself. He needed me or someone to come and rescue him, to save him. And so I, I, wanna, I want you to keep that story in mind as we talk about Jesus being our Savior. And so let's look at a Bible verse here. 1 John 4.14. It says, And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. The Father has sent Jesus His Son to be the Savior of the world. Now, boys and girls, can anybody tell me what is a Savior? Can anybody tell me what it means? Yes, I see a hand way over there. What's a Savior? It's someone who saves you. Yes, a someone who saves you. Now, what does, what does a Savior save you from? Anybody know? Well, trouble. Did, did I hear somebody say trouble? Trouble, yes. A Savior is someone who saves you from danger or trouble. My son Stephen was in trouble. He was in danger. If there wouldn't have been anybody around, he would have been stuck in that mud all night long. Who knows what could have happened. He could have kept going further and further down. So a Savior rescues us from trouble. One time, one of the disciples of Jesus was in trouble. It was Peter. One time, the disciples were out in a boat in the middle of the night, and it was dark, but they saw someone walking on the water toward them, and it was Jesus. And they were all pretty scared at first, but then Peter said, it says in Matthew 14, Peter says, Lord, if it's You, command me to come to You on the water. And Jesus said, He said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when Peter was on the water, you know what? He made a mistake. He took his eyes off of Jesus. As long as he was looking at Jesus, he was okay. But he took his eyes off of Jesus. He started to look at the wind and the waves. It says, when he saw the wind... He was afraid and he started to sink, beginning to sink in the water. Peter was sinking in, in the Sea of Galilee and he, and he cried out, Lord, save me! See, he was in trouble. A Savior is someone we need when we're in trouble. And Peter said, Lord, save me! He meant rescue me from danger. If you don't rescue me, I'm going to die. So when someone needs to be saved, it means they can't save themselves. It means we need somebody to help us. Now, a few years ago, in, in another city in Washington, D.C., a plane, a big airplane, took off from the airport on a very cold winter day. It was an icy day. It was a snowy day. And this airplane took off. But you know what happened to the plane? The plane got too heavy with ice on its wings and it went down into a river called the Potomac River. 
the plane landed in the river. And, and so the, pl- the plane, they thought it might sink. And so people that were in the plane were all getting out of the plane. They were jumping out of the plane into these icy waters, freezing waters of this river that had snow and ice in it. And one woman was trying to swim out and she was starting to drown. And she was becoming weaker and weaker. And a helicopter came in with a long rope hanging from it. And she grabbed the rope and they thought maybe she'd be okay. And the helicopter started to pull her up. But she was so weak from swimming in that icy water, she couldn't hold on to the rope. And she fell back down in the water. And she couldn't swim. And she was probably going to drown. But there was a man standing on the side of the river. He had just gotten off of work. And when he saw this woman in the water, he took off his heavy winter coat and he dove into the water and he swam up to her and he got her and he pulled her to the shore. He swam to shore and saved her. See, that man, that man to her right then was a savior. She couldn't save herself. See, that's what, what when we think of savior, it means we, if we need a savior, it means we're in trouble And we can't save ourselves. Now, what the Bible says is that with us, we have committed sins. All of us. Your moms and dads. Me. All of us have committed sins. And those sins trap us. And those sins have to be punished. And those sins, God has to punish those sins. And we can't get out of that punishment unless somebody saves us from that. We can't get out of that punishment by trying to be good for the rest of our lives. We can't get out of that punishment if you did nothing but good things and obeyed your dad and mom for the rest of your life. You still couldn't get out of the sins that you've committed. We need someone to save us. And that's Jesus. Jesus, the Bible says, He came and He saved us from our sins. He saved us when we couldn't save ourselves. When we couldn't get out of our sins. When we couldn't get forgiveness for our sins. Jesus saved us. Now how did Jesus save us? That's bringing me to the next word. We need to know this because the Bible says if we believe in Jesus if we believe that He's God, if we believe that He became a man, if we believe that He lived a perfect life and never sinned, if we believe that He died on the cross and paid for our sins, and then we believe He rose from the dead and He went back up into heaven and He's King of kings, if we believe that, if we say, Jesus, save me, He will. But one of the important things about how He saved us is He became our substitute. Now, I know that's a big word. Can everybody say substitute? Substitute. Substitute. Paladin, can you say substitute? All right, good job. Substitute. Well, we're going to try, I'm going to try and tell you what a substitute is. Does any, do any of the kids know, do any of you kids know what a substitute is? I know that's a big word. Well, you already answered one question. Let me give somebody else a chance. Man, you've got a smart kid over here. What's a substitute? What was that again? 
A replacement. Excellent. Yes. A substitute replaces something else or someone else. Some of you in school might have what's called substitute teachers every once in a while. Your regular teacher maybe can't make it, and so they get a substitute teacher. Or maybe sometimes in sports, someone comes in and substitutes for another player. A substitute is a replacement. A substitute takes somebody's place. And Jesus became our substitute. That's how He saved us. He took our place and He took the punishment for our sins that we should have had. And here's a Scripture I want to read. And this is from the New Living Translation. It says, but He... Oh, this is the ESV version. Let me read uh, the new... What's that? Oh, you changed it. Okay. Okay. He saved us not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. Let me read the next one about He was pierced for our rebellion. Okay. Can you change it to the new living? I'll start to read it. Here's what it says. Jesus was our substitute. Listen to this, boys and girls. It says, but He, Jesus, was pierced on the cross. They nailed nails through His hands and feet. He was pierced for our rebellion. Rebellion means we disobeyed God. But it says Jesus was pierced for our rebellion. And He was crushed for our sins. He was beaten. It says He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. So Jesus was whipped so we could be healed. And then it says, He was handed over to die because of our sins. Jesus was handed over to die because of my sins. Because of our sins. And He was raised to life to make us right with God. Now I want you, boys and girls, I want you to imagine something. Let's imagine something. Let's suppose that you were lying on your back and you're lying on a wooden cross. And there are Roman soldiers all around you with helmets on. And a couple of the soldiers are holding your arms. And one soldier has a hammer, a big hammer and a nail. And he is just about to put it into your hand. And it's because you've committed a whole bunch of sins. The Bible says we all have. You committed those sins against God. Now, you hear the soldiers are about to nail you to a cross and all of a sudden you hear something. You hear somebody say, wait! Wait a minute! Let him go! Or let her go! And you say, what? And you hear, I... You hear this other person say, let them get up. I'll lay down on that cross and I'll pay for their sins. 
And the Roman soldiers let you up and He says, punish me instead. And you stand up and you say, Jesus, Jesus, why are you lying down on the cross for me? Why? You didn't do anything wrong. Why are you lying down for me? And Jesus looks at you and says, because I love you. Because I love you. I love you so much and my Father loves you so much. He sent me to pay for your sins as a substitute. So I'm going to take your place and pay for all your sins so that you can be with us forever. And you'll never have to be punished. So that's what it means that Jesus was our substitute. So what should we do? What do we do? Here's what it says in John chapter 3, 16. It says, God so loved the world that He gave His only Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. So the Bible says, we believe in Jesus. We're supposed to believe in Jesus that He is our God, that He died on the cross to pay for our sins and rose from the dead. And when we believe in Him, and when we cry, say, Jesus, save me from my sins, He will do that because He's our, what is He? He's our Savior. And what else is He? Our substitute. So let's everybody say, Jesus is our Savior and our substitute. Jesus is our Savior and our substitute. Now I just want to encourage you boys and girls, talk to your dads and moms about this. Talk to your dads and moms more about Jesus. This is just a little bit this morning. 